All right, football-loving maniacs, we meet again. Three Honest Lads playoff preview, recap, just talk a little footy. Another special one for you. We have been fortunate enough to, we'll say, liaise a little bit with some of our PR people. Jonathan Littner, front office of Louisville City FC, was kind enough to bring us one of the gentlemen who has been on the front line, literally and figuratively, for Louisville City FC all season long. Ms. Antoine Opino. Monsieur, comment allez-vous aujourd'hui? Ça va? Ça va, ça va. <laughs> had, a, had a little bit of a French background. I'm not sure we could go any further than uh, than that with the three honest lads and the football loving maniacs. So let's just start with this man. How are you, brother? Pretty fantastic year. How you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. It's been uh, yeah, it's been a pretty special year in a kind of a uh, very weird circumstances. Let's talk about the circumstances. Given my experience with the team, understanding what that locker room is like, you guys are already one of the tightest knit groups in the entire league. Then COVID hits. We've spoken at length with the front office. We've talked to Hack, Danny, about the things that you guys have gone through. But we haven't heard it from a player standpoint. What's it been like for the players? Some of you guys live together. Obviously, you're around each other a lot. Just talk to me about the journey that has been 2020 and what it's been like to navigate. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we all live together in the same apartment complex. So it's uh, obviously very close on the field, off the field um, type of situation. But it's been uh, it's been weird. You know, I think uh, a lot of times we thought the season was not going to happen. Um, you know, back in May, uh, there were a lot of discussions about, about that. So it was, uh, it was always weird. And, uh, once the season, you know, finally got announced, it's, that's when, you know, we knew we had to come together as a team and, and kind of prepare for, for a championship because, uh, no matter what the season length is here in Louisville City, they expect championships. Antoine, your experience. So this is obviously your second year with the club. You came over midseason and we'll get to obviously the familiar foe in the Tampa Bay Rowdies. What's the biggest difference for you being in Louisville compared to your time with the Rowdies and, of course, under Ian and, um, if I'm not mistaken, actually, were you, did you have John or did you have Allen in 16? I had John. Yeah, John. Okay. So talk, just talk to me about the difference in Louisville compared to the Rowdies, Reno, and, and your time in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I think Cincinnati and uh, Reno, at least, both times that I, I went there, um, it was a completely new club, uh, so there's no there's no history. There's no there's no, you know, expectation. So we kind of kind of go there and try to create something out of out of nothing. And uh, I've seen since it, it, it blossomed into what it is today, uh, MLS club that, you know, huge fans, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of expectations now uh, with their new stadium and everything. And then in Reno, obviously, Ian has done such a good job uh, all four years. Um, now they've created a history of, of winning and of, of always making the playoffs. Um, and then Tampa obviously has a lot more history to it. Uh, going there, it, it felt somewhat similar to coming here where, you know, they ex- expect to win. They expect to, to make it far in the playoffs. Uh, so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of these expectations that, that kind of matter in terms of, uh, you know, kind of pushing the team forward into, into these big playoff moments. Upon resumption of play, you guys go one, three, and one. There were people that ridiculously, in my opinion, and I've, I've been extremely vocal about it the entire time because we heard the same thing last year. People putting out some pretty negative things on social media, hashtags like sack hack. Although I think it's ridiculous, all very difficult to still, regardless of variables in 2020, very difficult to still have to go through that as a player. What was it like in the locker room when maybe from a results standpoint, you guys didn't get exactly what you wanted right out the bat? Yeah, I think there was a there's a lot of discussions, and we we heard a lot of it. We we were asked a bunch by media and you know by by fans, and it was it was always this, this sort of we always felt like it was like this, this panic button was getting hit that we weren't even coming anywhere near. Um, I think as a team, we, we know what we are. I think the first, even those first five games, I thought, um, 
the results didn't go our way, but I thought our performances were good enough to, to give us, get us more points than, than we actually got. So we always thought that, you know, uh, in a span of 16 games, it was going to even itself out, which, uh, you know, eventually it did. Given your experience, you mentioned Reno in 17 and 18, of course, the rowdies last year before your, um, your departure to Louisville City, where you've been for the past year and a half. You've actually, you're probably one of the few players that have been a part of some of these just ridiculous unbeaten runs. I'm referencing Reno in 17. They did some good stuff in 18. And then the Rowdies to start last year. Is there anything different for you in this 13-game unbeaten streak, 11-0-2, compared to the previous years? Uh, it, it just feels it just feels normal. You know, it kind of, it's, it's kind of weird where to say that. But, it's, you know, it's, it's a team that if, if we're not winning, uh, the, you know, we're, we're trying to fix things. And if we're winning, then it's just status quo, which is, uh, you know, it, it, it's very – it's weird to say that because it feels over, overly confident, but it, in reality, it's just the way that, that we push ourselves every day mentally uh, on the field at, at training so that, you know, on Saturdays uh, or whenever when, whenever the games are, we, we expect to win and we expect to come out with three points. Coming into the final 16, of course, eight in the East, you guys get the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. You dispatch of them. I think everybody kind of thought, wow, you know, this could be the Eastern Conference final right here. But then you have to turn the page and host St. Louis FC, a team that every single time since that indie game, the last game of their season, that they stepped onto the field could be their last. They get a first-round victory on the road against Hartford Athletic. You guys dispatched them 2-0. Just talk to me about it from a player's point of view. What was that game like, and what were the most difficult parts, in your opinion, and just the emotion that, that came about all of it? I think playing a team five times in a season is, is unprecedented, and I know I think a lot of teams ended up doing that. I think uh, there's two other matchups that had that. But it's, it's just such a strange uh, familiarity with the opponent that, you know, they know exactly what we're trying to do. We know exactly what they're about. And it's, it's really about getting on the field and, and executing. Um, I mean, St. Louis really gave us troubles, I think, all year. Even the games we, we beat them, uh, I thought we, you know, we, we were a little fortunate to maybe get all three points. Or, you know, if, if a ball bounced a different way, it would have been a different story. So um, I think we, we came into the game with uh, the expectations that it was going to be a very tough game. And honestly, uh, St. Louis came out there and executed really well. And if not for uh, Big Ben and the goal, I think we would have been uh, a little bit uh, different result. He was he was really impressive. And I think that um, you know maybe sometimes, given names like yourself and, and Cameron Lancaster, I mean, the, the team's just loaded. Sometimes maybe he gets lost in translation and doesn't get the credit he deserves. So I'm right there with you. Does the relationship between you Cam, I, I tend to use Corbin as an example a bit more just because of maybe he stretches the game a bit more in the midfield compared to Paolo and Speedy, of course. But also on that left-hand side with Oscar, does that feel any different than with some of your other teammates? Because watching it as an analyst, watching your guys' games, to me it's pretty spectacular. You guys are almost like poetry in motion. <laughs> I appreciate that. I don't know if I'll go that far, but it's, uh, it just comes with a reputation. I think uh, me and OJ talk a lot, like on the field um, – when things are happening, when things aren't going well, when things aren't going well, it's it, it just continuous conversation in terms of trying to figure out what's the what's the best play. You know, what what are what, what's the opponent trying to make us do, uh, and what are we trying to make them do? And uh, you know, the more conversations we have, the the better we understand each other and what we want. And I think we've gotten to a point now where you know we really have a good idea of of, of what I want from Oscar and what he wants from me. So it's uh, it opens up the game for both of us. And then when we're in sync, obviously guys like Corbin who are so smart and Paolo and and Cam, you know, they they read the space and it, it creates a lot of opportunities for them as well as for us. Let's turn to the opponent. Obviously a very familiar one with you and the Tampa Bay Rowdies. The trade has worked out for both you and Lucky quite well. Yeah. Just kind of talk to me. Is, is there anything in your mind that is there, 
I don't know, a deep-seated thought of this means more? Is there any spite there? Is it just, look, man, we're in the playoffs. Let's just go out and get another one. Let's keep moving to our third star. Yeah, I think it's tough. To, uh, it's tough for it to mean more. Um, it's Eastern Conference Finals. You know, we get a chance to potentially host uh, the championship game. Uh, so it already means, you know, it means everything. Um, there's no spite. I think uh, very amicable when I when I left Tampa. I think it was a decision where, you know, I talked to Neil and and he uh, we both decided, you know, I think it was the best interest for me and obviously the best interest for them to to kind of get someone that they thought would help them and you know give me an opportunity to go somewhere where I could. Uh, you know, get some playing time and, and try to help a team, um, you know, that maybe needed a, a different look uh, on the wings. So uh, I thought, it, you know, I'm glad it, it's gone well for Lucky because I like Lucky a lot. You know, me and him have been uh, rivals for a while with his Dortmund days and my Princeton days. So it's uh, it's great to see that he's doing well down there. In terms of the matchup um, on the outside for you, they've gone to Sebastian Dalgard recently. Of course, Malik Johnson can throw a name into the hat. There's some rotation over there by Gwanzadi Tejada up top. Steinberger can step out. What's the matchup like for you on that side? And is it any different compared to what it was like when you were there, in your opinion? No, I think, uh, I think Neil has a pretty good idea of what he wants his team to do. Um, and it seems, uh, you know, he, he's, he's really sticking to it and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really succeeding for them. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's relatively similar to what, uh, he was getting his guys to do when I was there. Um, so I think it'll be relatively similar, but, they, uh, they put a lot of pressure on us, and it'll be up to us to kind of figure out a way to, to unlock them. That's it, brother. We've been speaking with Antoine Openo from Louisville City FC. We were joking before coming on that we needed to schedule everything appropriately, myself included, because obviously it's match day in the Champions League, and we got to get our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, sure. I, I'm a, should I assume that it's, it is PSG? That's who you support, oh, yeah. is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Through and through. Well, yeah, born in, born in you, Paris, big PSG fan. That a boy. Well, you guys got your hands full. Get to deal with Manchester United. Have fun with that. And uh, most importantly, on the weekend, good sir. Bon chance. And uh, maybe we'll be seeing each other soon. Merci, merci. Au revoir. <laughs> Cheers.